A lot of times, that work isn't very glamorous and won't grab any headlines or become a soundbite on the news. It will rarely be the subject of a question from an audience member at a book signing or a radio call-in program. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that the work isn't dangerous, that the adrenaline isn't pumping, or anything like that. I know that a lot of times when someone achieves something that's worth nothing, it's almost as if he's an overnight success. I don't think that anybody ever succeeds without having to pay the price along the way, without having to learn more than a few lessons, sometimes from great teachers and sometimes the hard way, through experience. The stories that I want to share with you span my entire military career and reflect a wide variety of the experiences I had and some of the lessons I learned during the six years I proudly served. That said, they don't include every one of my proudest moments. I should clarify that a bit. I'm proud of the work that I did in my six-year career in the Army. I didn't always perform at my absolute best, but that's on me and not the people I worked with. The team leaders, platoon commanders, and others who put me in the position where I could succeed or fail. When I had that run of good fortune in 2009, I was 23 years old, but I'd been in the military for five years. That means that I'd had a lot of time and opportunity to learn a few things. I'm proud to say that before I became a member of the sniper team, I served as a member of the weapons squad for a long time. My days as a machine gunner really helped me to see the big picture, to be able to understand the tactical side of operations, to get a feel for how our enemies would operate in both an urban and a rural environment. I wasn't always staring down the scope of Dirty Diana, my SR-25 weapon. I'd done a lot of other things before I earned my spot as a sniper. I was 18 years old when I entered the Army. Working with weapons was like being turned loose in a toy store. I appreciated what a 50 caliber machine gun could do, how deadly it could be, but still it was a whole lot of fun having that kind of firepower in my hands. It was funny that for each weapon system or other equipment I was being trained on, those lessons were called school. To me, it was more like recess. Who wouldn't have felt that way when they had their hands on a Mark 47 computer-aided grenade launcher? With that thing, I felt like I could put a grenade through an open window damn near a mile away. It was like a sniper rifle that shoots grenades. How cool was that? Some of the other highlights of my early training were becoming Gustav qualified. That 84-millimeter Carl Gustav recordless anti-tank weapon was amazing. The surreal part of it all was that it wasn't a weapons choice I had from the armory in a video game. I was actually holding it in my hands. Probably the best example of the kind of teamwork that made my days in weapon squad so memorable was being at the controls of a 20-ton striker. I was in charge of maneuvering that giant eight-wheeled armored vehicle, but I had to rely on someone else to give me directions through the streets of Mosul, Iraq. I was 19 and 20 years old, and that kind of power at your disposal is both humbling and thrilling. Thanks to my troop commander, Juan, I was able to keep him and me and the other nine members of the unit traveling in the striker safe. The Army and my fellow GIs put a lot of trust in me, and as a result, I grew up fast, became a more confident 
and competent individual than I would have been if I'd gone to college or gotten a job right out of high school. Having millions of dollars of U.S. government property and the priceless lives of guys you cared about as if they were your brothers will do that for you. The bonds that I formed with many of the guys I served with remain as strong as ever. Since I've retired from active duty, I miss the camaraderie, and I know that there's nothing I will do in my life that will come close to reproducing the feelings I had while at war. This book is a way for me to share those feelings with others again. It's been a real pleasure for me to reflect on those times, places, and lessons that helped me make who I am today. I hope that you enjoy them. What follows are stories from the battlefields of Iraq and Afghanistan. Rather than present them in chronological order, from my earliest days to my last one serving this country, I've chosen to present them as kind of a series of memories.